This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. The AM 103.3 FM and streaming at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Legislation has been introduced in Springfield that would honor two former presidents with Illinois ties, Ronald Reagan and Barack Obama, with statues. Reagan's boyhood home was in Dixon, and he attended Eureka College. Obama went to Washington to represent Illinois as a senator before being elected president. The legislation is being considered during the ongoing session of the General Assembly. Tickets are available for the 2022 Chamber of Commerce Chamber Awards. The ceremony is coming up on March 1st. The event will highlight nominees for Small Business of the Year, Nonprofit of the Year, and Entrepreneur of the Year, among others. And Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf will announce the Citizen of the Year. It all takes place March 1st from 5 to 7. Tickets are $40 per person. Go to DecaturChamber.com. And for more stories, podcasts, and videos, go to our website, now Decatur.com. They demanded more answers, and they're about to get some. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, on the Chinese spy balloon shot down off the coast of South Carolina where Navy divers keep recovering pieces. Every lawmaker in the House and Senate will get a classified briefing from defense, intelligence, and State Department officials. The first one is later this hour in the House, then later this morning for the Senate. One big issue, previous spy balloons that went undetected at the time. The Pentagon further clarifying they no longer have a domain awareness gap that led to NORAD missing multiple balloons during the Trump administration. Fox's Aisha Hosni. China is angry. The U.S. says the balloon's part of an extensive surveillance program. China calls that information warfare. President Biden rejects Republican criticism. He waited too long to shoot the balloon down, telling the PBS NewsHour he gave the order Wednesday. They said it was unsafe to do it over land. They said they can learn a lot in the meantime by watching it go across the country. It's now over 17,000 people dead in the Turkey-Syria earthquake nightmare as crews keep thousands of pancake buildings looking through them for survivors. They have bulldozers, concrete cutters and search dogs, but for rescue workers in the rubble, one crucial tool is silence. Calling out then with specialist equipment, listening carefully for a response as cries for help get fainter. Fox's Jonathan Savage. He admits he's a mass murderer, Patrick Crucius, who shot and killed 23 people at an El Paso, Texas Walmart in 2019, pleaded guilty to federal hate crime and firearms charges. At the time of the shooting, Crucius published an online document stating his actions were in response to the, quote, Hispanic invasion of Texas. Fox's Kevin Uretsky still faces state murder charges, could get the death penalty. Texas executed a triple murderer last night who apologized before the lethal injection. The victim's families watching high-fived each other after. America's listening to Fox News. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's heroes have made for us. Heroes like U.S. Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Israel Del Turo Jr. When his Humvee exploded in Afghanistan, more than 80% of his body was burned. Del Turo received a mortgage-free smart home from Tunnel to Towers to help him live his life more independently. Help heroes like Del Turo. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. To you, my love, my heart, I surrender just as soon as I deal with yonder fender bender. Cause my ice cream truck is the way I make cash, so I'll buy you a ring when I lose this dress rash. Owning a small business isn't always as lovely as it sounds, but at least Progressive Commercial saves you money with personalized discounts. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. I'm gonna make you so happy sometime next year, I hope. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage and discounts not available for all vehicles or states. Policy terms and conditions apply. In addition to the spy balloon briefings, there'll be two Senate committee hearings into China relations and surveillance today. In the House, there'll be a hearing for the committee investigating what Republicans call the weaponization of the government against conservatives. The day after a hearing into Twitter and how it handled the Hunter Biden laptop story. As Republicans also probe his business dealings, though President Biden says the public won't be paying any attention. Several former Twitter executives testified before Congress about allegations of suppressing a story from the New York Post on the platform, revealing the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. 
House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer alleges the move by Twitter was intentional. Immediately following the story's publication, America witnessed a coordinated campaign by social media companies, mainstream news, and the intelligence community. James Baker, a former lawyer for Twitter, testifies he believes the company didn't break any laws when handling the story. I believe that the public record reveals that my client acted in a manner that was fully consistent with the First Amendment. Hunter Biden's lawyers recently requested criminal investigations into how his laptop was, quote, weaponized. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman is in a Washington hospital after feeling lightheaded. He's been undergoing tests. The Democrats suffered a stroke during last year's campaign. Tears in New Jersey at a memorial service for murdered Salemville Councilwoman Eunice Twomfor. We can all learn from her, from her beliefs, her principles, her love of God, her family. Sayreville Mayor Victoria Kilpatrick. Twomfor was shot in her SUV outside her home last week. Billy's still looking for the gunman. On Wall Street, stocks could rebound. Dow futures are up more than 200 points the day after dropping 207. Annette is now a son. And what's likely the biggest deal ahead of today's NBA trade deadline, there are multiple reports. Brooklyn has traded star Kevin Durant to Phoenix for three players and four draft picks. Days after the Nets dealt Kyrie Irving to Dallas. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, showers and thunderstorms this morning. Temperatures dipping down to 35 by noon and winds that could gust as high as 48 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy and blustery with a low around 31. For Friday, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high of 38. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 55 degrees. Your WSOI time is Welcome to the Thursday, February 9th edition of Buyers and Company. Here's what you need to know. Bring more coat than you think this morning because it's going to drop in the wind, as Nick said, 40 miles an hour. we got a lot to get to. The Thursday edition of the company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live. NowDecatur.com. This weather is just so weird. You know, you get up, 
and you kind of go, it's 55 degrees outside, you know, and you dress accordingly. We're not used to, like, waking up to the day's high. Yeah, it's weird because yesterday I I marveled. I go, oh, it's already 29 degrees this morning. That's kind of – that's a good jump. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. That's February. It's about half. Yeah, 55 uh, now, but we're going to be dropping and the wind is going to be picking up. So take more coat than you think you need today. Uh, you'll thank me later. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. Uh, hard to make yourself do it, though. When, when you're, you know, I, you know, I almost did it today. So, well, it's 55. Just uh, head on out. My shirt sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good morning and welcome. Later today, City Hall Insider Paul Osborne will visit with the folks from Richland. Uh, Debbie will be with us uh, from the United Way. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on sports. Big show here today. So we start the day uh, with the story about Disney+. Plus. Uh, and the, the bomb yesterday that they lost 2.4 million subscribers in the last quarter of last year. The most significant amount that since its inception. Mm-hmm. And what is the reason, do you think? Well, I think I mean, 2.4 million is a lot of drops. Oh yeah, for sure it is. Um, I also saw Apple 5% loss in sales too. So I think there's some, uh, there's a couple parallels here. I think consumer spending is one thing, but in terms of Disney in, in specific, I think they're waiting for, I, I think they'll probably get all those plus more back when Mandalorian drops. I think people are finally starting to cycle. You, you, okay. You're, you're saying that I'll drop out for a few mm-hmm. months, not pay, come back. Yep. Uh, when do they say, nope, if you sign up, you're in for a year or whatever that might be? They won't, but they would be, they would be smart to give a better incentive for long term, for long term. Cause right now it's just a, a marginal incentive in most cases. Well, it's a net, by the way, 2.4 million. So, you know, anyone coming in, I mean, they lost even though other people were still coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, I mean, that just implies, Hey, I've seen either I don't have the money to do it or I've seen all I need to see here. At least for right now, I'll be back. But the Black Panther was their largest uh, at-home debut, or Wakanda Forever was their most most, sick- most viewed uh, in the Disney Plus app, yep. Marvel debut. Yep. Yeah. And so I think that that is encouraging. I I wouldn't be stressing out about it too. Well, much. they still brought in twenty three point five one billion dollars, which was uh, uh, up. Uh, uh, over, uh, analyst, uh, estimates uh, of 23.37, just barely there. Uh, and so it ended up with 99 cents, uh, per share versus 78, uh, cents per share, which is what the analysts were, right. uh, predicting. So the, yeah, no one's crying for them, uh, you know, in their profits, but it does show you, I think, this sort of cyclical kind mm-hmm. of thing that we're going into and that we don't know where the vast majority of people are going to land in the long run. Right. And so what you're starting to see are they've already worked through all these problems. It's called cable television. It's called satellite packages. They've already solved all these different problems. It is the same game on a different platform. It is, but it's also a little different, meaning that you have, uh, you know, consumers over the last five to ten years have been thrust into a whole new era, uh, and then age demographics, mm-hmm. you know, all of that plays into it. Kids who are 16 or 17 today, what are they doing when they're 21? It is a different audience. I mean, the audience has been conditioned differently than paying for uh, a cable subscription. Well, so, yeah, you're right. It's way different. Their kids are not typically, hey, I want to sit on the family's living room couch. And watch the TV or, yes. I mean, they're going to be in their room with their headphones on or on the train or wherever it is that they're going to be in that regard. But they but they want to have all the choices. And, but, but there is a fiscal, you know, cost with that. And you got to decide at the end of the day, if I can't have all of this, then who am I prioritizing? The difference between cable, I mean, you had cable options. You could get the basic package, mm-hmm. you, you know, that had a little bit of this. You could get the medium package. You could get the large package. You could add on Showtime or HBO, but there was a price threshold mm-hmm. on all that. The same way there will be with this. My question is just who makes it, who survives, you know, uh, and, and I think I'm the anomaly in that I'm just taking it all and I probably won't drop any of it. I think there's quite a few people like that. Really? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you you sign up for something, you keep it. I mean, there's a lot of services like Epics or I'm sorry, MGM Plus is a perfect example. Okay. They have about four real and Apple Apple TV is another really good one. You've got four or five 
really solid shows. You've got a decent catalog, but it's small compared to everybody else's catalog. And you sign up for it and you go, man, I like these four shows. Then you watch those four shows and you just keep paying and eventually those shows will come back. And it's like, that's probably on the grand scheme of things. Both of those are not very good compared to all that you get for Disney or Hulu or Netflix and, and, you just got them because you got them. Yeah, I, I just noticed the number. Uh, it was the first decline uh, mm-hmm. for Disney since they launched in 2020. Uh, yeah. it, you know, so this is the first time they've lost yeah, that they, many people versus gaining, uh, you know, that many people. It's also worth pointing out that their sign-up deals are different. A lot of people were able to get them, say, like, I can get – I remember uh, when I signed up for Disney, I think I got – maybe three years at like 50 or 60 bucks a pop. Yeah. I mean, like something so small that. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that do that. Uh, once that again, that. I'm they the, don't offer. Well, that yeah, you can't get it out. That's what I'm saying. A lot of that Here's is a, when tapering. I, when I asked the question about the Walt Disney company overall mm-hmm. though, right? Yeah. I mean, we've agreed the Marvel stuff isn't what it used to be. I mean, it's still good. Clearly those streaming numbers show you for Wakanda forever, but you have to also realize that they didn't launch this till 2020, meaning mm-hmm. the big tentpole movies never made their debut that's stream. Right. So, I mean, that, I don't even know what that comparison. I mean, that, that's based on the stuff that's happened since 2020. Mm-hmm. So one thing, mm-hmm. still big numbers, but right. It, and, and secondly, you look at like ESPN. I mean, some of these, these, these tentpole sort of things aren't nearly what they used to be. Yeah, and to get the good ESPN stuff, though, you, that's a whole nother subscription. Right. Oh, I'm talking about the same company, though, oh, that used company. to be able to, you know, like at will, just demand whatever they wanted because they were so huge. I, I mean, I noticed this when we were an ESPN radio station affiliate on our sister station. We're now FS1 uh, uh, station. You, you know, that radio lineup was unbeatable. Mm-hmm. And then they just lost all of it. Well, yeah, the other, the competition opened up their pocketbooks. Well, and, but they, and they also cut costs and, and, and did whatever. And, and if you watch ESPN today, in my opinion, it's not anywhere close to what it was, you know, just a short number of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the juggernaut. Yeah. It's, for a while. Yeah. The sports landscape has been diluted a little bit. And it's weird because a lot of the, a lot of the competition comes from the major networks, yeah. you know, and not the sports networks, but they've got live sports broadcasting that's doing really well still. They've got the 30 for 30 franchise. They've got. Oh, and the 30 for 30, as I told you, just watching the, the thing about the Baltimore Ravens, this is good as you'll get as, I, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. you know, on TV, but it's not enough for me to pay more for ESPN in any other way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that subscription's no good. I use it for the online, like unlocking their articles and stuff and for fantasy football and things like that. But um they they've also got Fox and Nat Geo. I mean right, it's, right. it's a good But my point is in a very short period of time they went from being King Kong to just run of the mill mm. in in the world of sports T V entertainment. Sure. Give me a star on ESPN now. Uh, Scott Van Pelt. Okay, is, is a that's it. Star. No doubt. Yeah. I, I, Stephen A. Smith. Four years ago, I could have given you fifteen. I, I mean, that we're carrying radio shows or TV they're, shows. No, they're they've got star power. Okay. Yeah. Beyond Scott Van Pelt and, and Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Skip Smith. Bayless, they've got uh, Skip Bayless is on Fox with Shannon. Oh yeah, he, he jumped Sharp. over there. Uh, that would have been Max Kellerman, but he's no longer with him, with uh, Stephen in that way. Um, um, I'm drawing a blank. Mel Kiper, Todd McShay. Um, I mean, they're, they're good when the draft comes around. I mean, but they're not, you know, 12 month a year, you know, superstars carrying a network. I'm just saying they went from having all the star oh, power. Yeah. I mean, sure. They, they were the only game in town and now they're probably the, the biggest in a game that, but, but not with the huge margin they had. It's just interesting to me. We'll see what Bob Iger, you know, they brought back the old guy yeah. uh, to do something different. And you're talking about theme parks and everything else. I mean, it's a huge company. Yeah, it is. Huge. Uh, and then what's going on with Florida and DeSantis and uh, the Republican legislature down there? You know, evidently Walt Disney World 
has its basically own tax structure, its own, uh, uh, it, it, it's very complicated, but like basically they run their own thing and have since the 1960s. Yeah. And now they're trying to take that away. I don't know if I'd be want to screw with like one of the largest employers you have in the state of Florida, but they evidently are over, you know, culture politics, which seems very short sighted to me, but you know, who knows? Yeah, that's that's a topic that it, that gets silly pretty quick. Well, but but serious pretty oh, quick serious. when it comes to sort of what it costs to operate and how you've you know had your business model oh, yeah. o- over the last forty years, mm-hmm. fifty years, and who knows? I mean, those parks still pack the people in and still create. I, I can't tell you what tens of thousands uh, of jobs. Right, they have to. Right, and all this money. You know, we talked about the other day. You know, the money that we're shipping out of Decatur with the, you know, the gambling uh, facilities. But Florida or Disney in particular, all that money that's flown in by plane and just left there, you know, that they could fly anywhere else because they're they're not afraid to go to a Disney destination. No. And, you know, you got the nice weather. But that's really all you're bringing to the table if you're the state of Florida. Yeah. And there's a lot of places that have nice weather. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say Walt Disney is going to pick up and leave, uh, but maybe they don't expand. Maybe they don't add. I mean, you know, those decisions are all going to have an impact down the road. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. First time since their launch where they had a net loss of subscribers, yeah. meaning there were not more people signing up new than there were people leaving. Yeah. And I, and I would love to see these numbers here after March when Mando is, uh. You, you really, I, I mean, yeah. I know it's immensely popular. I'm not arguing that point at all, but, but not everybody, uh, I don't know. I, first of all, you think there's people that just sign up just for the Mandalorian, drop it, come back when the Mandalorian comes back, drop it, come back when the Mandalorian comes back. Uh, there's probably limited numbers that do it specifically for that, but there's others that, that that's the quote unquote straw that breaks the camel's back. And it's like, Hey, we could save, you know, Maybe. 40 bucks in between. I mean, there is nothing more popular in, I, in pop culture than quote unquote baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah I know. I, but it's got a shelf life too. You know, I yeah, mean like anything else not there yet. Yeah, I, I don't disagree, but I would just tell you from a, a large point of view, there's not that much coming to me through Disney to get excited about over the last couple of years. And when it does come, I, I'm somewhat disappointed in it. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it, but I, I don't, it, it's not. You didn't like Andor? Andor was good. Yeah, it was real good. But but it was very different for most Star Wars fans because it wasn't kind of in that Mando sort of realm of doing it. Uh, and a lot of people were bored with it and, and didn't give it time. It was excellent. Oh, I, I totally agree. Good. Yeah, but that stuff's six months ago. I know. So what I'm saying is for as large a company there is, I don't feel like I'm, and maybe this is why people are dropping, there's not a lot of new payoff. And when the new payoff comes, mm-hmm. the last few times it's been Moon Knight, whatever, I, it's been disappointing. So that's to me why it's the overall thing. Yes, I think there's people that will, I I, I just can't keep track of it. Like, oh, I'm going to drop, I'm going to come back, I'm going to drop, I'm going to come back. Do you I think, just pay it. Do you think there are 2 million people that, because that's a small number when it, we're talking about big numbers, two million people that would be interested, maybe even first timers that are going to see the Mandalorian commercials maybe. at the. Maybe. I mean, that's a they're going to get that. Maybe, I, but I'm just telling you, they they launched this thing in 2020. Mm-hmm. They've never had a net yeah. loss in oh, subscribers, yeah. and and 2.4 million isn't anything to sneeze at. No. I, I mean, when you talk about prime ratings, you know, of of shows being three million, you know, mm-hmm. people viewing considered to be a success. That's right. a lot of drop in fourth quarter. Yeah, I agree. And so I think it's just it's a, all kinds of reasons, and everybody's got their own reason about what they pay for or they don't pay for. But we're, as you alluded to earlier, getting to that point where people are going to start paring down. I mean, they're going to like, okay, I've paid for all of it, and instead of six, I'm going to have four. Mm-hmm. And and then we're going to get to the point where instead of four, we're going to have two big ones yep. that are bundles of other. Yeah. And part of this, too, is still this, this crazy thing where – you, you know, we own all of this, but we're going to have separate things for all mm-hmm. of this, yep. right? I mean, if Disney would just put everything into one basket, yep. maybe there's more draw, you know? Yeah. If, if Paramount would put everything into one basket. That's happening. That's They're, they're going to do that. Yeah. Oh, well, it was Showtime. Yep. But that's not the only thing Paramount owns. I mean, there's. I mean, they're realigning everything around yeah. that move. 
But but that's where we're going is consolidation. And then they're going to farm it out to other ones so that they can get the licensing rights. So it'll start leaving their I, platforms again. You're, you're, I know it's a it's a cycle. It will just keep going on and on and on. If I had to tell you right now, the biggest bang for the buck I'm getting in all of the streaming services, it's Paramount. And it wasn't that way when I first mm-hmm. I I got Paramount for Star Trek. Same here. Exact thing. Discovery, you know, the new series, and that was the only way you could get it, and they did a great job of telling me I needed that, and I'm a Star Trek fan, so I went to that. Right now, and I don't know how Taylor Sheridan, how long he holds on, because he's driving about 90% of the ship. Mm-hmm. Between, you know, the mayor of Kingstown and the Yellowstone Empire and, and all of that, King he's of driving. Tulsa. Huh? King of Tulsa. King of Tulsa, yeah. He's driving a lot of it. But I get my CBS stuff I want commercial free the next day. I get all of that. Plus, it feels like I get a continuum of content like that. I don't, I'm not waiting 10 months. Yeah. I, I give high marks to Peacock. They've got um, a lot of the premium sports. Uh, they've got all the pay-per-views of WWE yeah, and that, that, steady content. Right. The stuff regular. that you like, they're great for that. For me, not so much because their original content is terrible. Peacock? Uh, yeah, Firestarter was the worst. I, I'm mm-hmm. talking about the stuff they create for the streaming app that you can't get watching NBC on your TV. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, Apple's the same way. I mean, you know, what they do, they do really well, mm-hmm. but it's so few and far between that it's not anything you're like on a monthly basis going, oh, no, there's this new thing. Yeah. Hey, did you tell me about um, somewhere in the vague recesses of my mind – you did you talk about a television co- show called CB Strike? Does that ring any bells with you? Um, you know what? I just stumbled back upon that last night. I need a couple more clues to that because it it's it's up there percolating, and I can't think of what. Okay, I, I, the only reason I'm asking you, it's not like a pop quiz. I, I just for some reason, like I go, oh, this is interesting. And then when I started watching it and, and I, I looked it up, I felt like yeah. maybe at one point or another, this is J.K. Rowling, the, the Harry oh, Potter yeah. Potter author, who then under a pseudonym mm-hmm. wrote these books about a private investigator in London uh, who was the son of like a music rock star, turbulent life, went to Afghanistan, lost his leg, came back and became a private investigator. Yep. A series of yeah. books. Mm-hmm. And I'm flipping through, speaking of just what we're talking about, uh, I hadn't pulled up the HBO Max mm-hmm. app in a little while, and I'm, I'm on my iPad and I pull it up. And it's because I watched something else. Mm-hmm. They gave me this, you might like this kind of thing, which works at varying levels. Sure. Sometimes they're spot on. Sometimes you go, how in the world did you get that? Or you just have so little content that makes it into everybody's. You should watch this list, you know, depending on the service. Right. And it is really good. Yeah, we talked about it. I, okay. Yep. We watched it. I watched some of this. There's now... It was a BBC, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't remember who originally, uh, Cinemax maybe? Cinemax. And so now all four seasons of this through 2022, and I don't know if there's more to come, there's speculation about that, but they're five episode seasons, so it's kind of snack bite sized, uh, for you to consume. They're all now on HBO Max and have been since, I guess, December, uh, of this past year. That's probably about when we watched, when we talked about it. Okay. It was around the holidays. Yep. All right, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I watch. I've watched three episodes of season one, and I don't know this actor. He's primarily been in in stuff filmed in England. You know, it's, he's not had a crossover kind of thing, but he's really, really good. Yeah, and his it, it's you know, I, I mean, give me any sort of private eye secretary. Uh, you, you know, what was the remake Perry Mason? You know, it, it's, it's, it's set That's in modern times, time. but it's got that feel to it. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Now his secretary's name is Robin, but in real life, the actress has one of the best names I've ever heard in my entire life. What's that? Holiday Granger. Oh, that is a good one. That's her mm-hmm. real name. Well, that's her stage name. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a great name. It's worth watching. 
Yeah, it reminded me of Luther in that that you can kind of get a whole arc in a. Hand it's just it's yeah. a whodunit. Mm-hmm. It's a you know old fashioned back to Dashiell Hammett and Sam Spade and you know the Private Eyes mm-hmm. that kind of thing. The film noir sort of uh, feel of all that. Mike Hammer, whatever Spencer. You know the list is long. But if you're looking for something that's just a little, you know, it's not some big, you know, Black Panther, you know, Wakanda forever kind of thing. It's just a good little mystery whodunit, and every season is based on one of the novels, which I love because that's what Cardinal was, which you can also watch on Hulu, like where the whole season is based on. So they take five hours to to tell you a book. Hmm. Which I love that. It's contained. I get my payoff. I get my beginning, my middle, my end, and the next season – Starts on a new book. Nice. And I didn't realize J.K. Rowling had written these books. Now, I know she's got all this whatever, but, uh, you know, the, the woman undeniably writes. I, I mean, single-handedly kept kids reading books. Oh, yeah. But I didn't realize because they, they say in the show, you, you know, uh, Robert Galbraith or whatever, you know, the name is like, you know, based on the books of Robert, you know, it's a, it's a pseudonym. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's J.K. Rowling. Right. Why do they do that? I, I guess maybe because in her case, she's trapped in something that's like everybody thinks she's this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Harry Potter was so huge. And then you go, now I'm writing a guy about a man who lost his leg in Afghanistan. And he's a private investigator. He goes, what? What Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the reason. Yeah. But we find out. They always do it with a nod and a wink. She, her name's on the poster above Galbraith's well, name. He, yeah. uh, right. She's a producer of, of the show. Of the show yeah. Yes. All right. We've got to take a break for news. We'll be back with more right after this. With your stories now. This time of year, love is in the air, but so are people looking to take advantage of those looking for love. While many people do find authentic, rewarding relationships online, far too many fall prey to romance scams. Criminals adopt a fake online identity to gain a victim's affection and trust with the illusion of a romantic or close relationship in order to steal the victim's money. Preliminary data from the FBI shows victims lost over $700 million last year. Illinois' 2021 losses totaled over $19 million. For tips on how to stay safe, go to NowDecatur.com. The Decatur Park District is holding a hiring fair tomorrow. They're hoping to fill 500 to 600 positions, including part-time and summer jobs. The fair will be at the disc from 3 to 7 p.m. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Members of the House, then Senate, get briefings this morning on the Chinese spy balloon shot down off South Carolina. China's foreign ministry calls President Biden's criticism of President Xi Jinping extremely irresponsible. This man has enormous problems. Enormous. He has also great potential. But so far, he has, to, he has an economy that's not functioning very well. President Biden on PBS NewsHour. The man charged with killing 23 people at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas in 2019 pleads guilty in federal court. Patrick Crucius pleaded guilty to federal hate crime and firearms charges weeks after U.S. prosecutors announced they would not seek the death penalty in the case. At the time of the shooting, Crucius published an online document stating his actions were in response to the, quote, Hispanic invasion of Texas. Fox's Kevin Uretsky. Crucius still could get the death penalty under state murder charges. America's listening to Fox News. Don't miss your chance to cheer on fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another shutout. We need all of the Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Cannon, hello! Slam dunk! Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdecatur.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the Country Financial Agency of Ludwig & Young, the Law Office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake of Palooza, LLC, and Newhoff media.
Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today we've got showers and thunderstorms this morning. Temperatures dipping down to around 35 by noon. Winds could gust as high as 48 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy and blustery with a low around 31. For Friday, mostly cloudy, then sunny with a high near 38. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 53 degrees. Your WSOY time is 633. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. A couple of uh, quick Super Bowl related items. Uh, we have uh, during the Super Bowl, well, actually during most games, they have a flyover. Uh, by military personnel and during the 2023 Super Bowl national anthem performance this year coming up this Sunday three tactical squadrons will conduct a unified flyover and one of those supporting the flyover is Captain William Frank a native of Decatur Captain Frank is a member of the Strike Fighter Squadron 122 the flyover formation includes two FA-18F Super Hornets from the Flying Eagles of Strike Fighter Squadron, an F-35C Lightning II, uh, from the Argonaut Strike Fighter, and a B, or an EA-1, or 18G Growler from the Vikings Electronic. Uh, so you'll, you'll get to see it on TV better than they'll see it in the stands. That's always the case. Yeah, yeah. Cause you don't really even, I mean, it all culminates with just kind of like depending on, you know, where you're seated or what you can see. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a and great view of the game. Yes, everything else. On. But on TV, it'll look really cool. Yeah. He uh, joined the Navy 21 years ago. Uh, my father served in the Navy as a medical service corps officer. My grandfather served in the Navy during World War II. My great grandfather served in the Army during World War One. So they got this incredible lineage of service. And uh, flying the FA-18 Super Hornet from the aircraft carrier is by far the coolest part of my job. Every day I have to remind myself how lucky I am. So Decatur guy will be there in that flyover for the Super Bowl. That's awesome. A Decatur native. Yeah. They're military people. I mean, they're kind of all over the place. Yeah, I was reading not too long ago, maybe like three or four days ago, about how a lot of these flyovers actually, much like the movie Top Gun, are coordinated with uh, with hours needed in the plane anyway so it's like oh they figure out i I mean that's probably a justification Uh for using Uh you you know taxpayer (laughs) aircraft to entertain nfl fans yeah you're watching you're watching people actually this is really a training exercise we're logging the hours this This guy's been in the navy for 21 years (laughs) pretty sure he knows how to fly so that'll be kind of just a little extra something you can read the story at dedicated.com but i thought that was a really cool thing uh united states uh, naval Aviator uh, from Decatur originally, Decatur native, flying over the uh, – where are they playing? Uh, Arizona, yeah. That's right. All right, second uh, Super Bowl thing. Patrick Mahomes, for the very first time, will be wearing a white jersey in the postseason. Oh, wow. It's crazy, right? So he'll be playing in a different color than he's ever played in for whatever reason, probably because they always had home field advantage and, you know, didn't wear the away uniforms, Mm -hmm. you know, because they were hosting most of those AFC championship games and whatnot. So this will be his first postseason game in a white jersey. Now I'm happy it's white as long as Philadelphia is green because that's way easier to watch. Well, they might wear their black with green well, lettering. That's fine too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, just the contrast. Yeah, is a better viewing experience. Yeah, it won't be white and white. It'll be solid colors and I, white. It, it, I watched the NBA the other night, and I couldn't even tell who was on what team. Yeah, <laughs> I I like the contrasting okay. colors. What I mean, seriously, if you're not an everyday viewer and you turn it in, and people are wearing basically the same colored uniforms. It's harder to watch. What game could that be? I don't know. It was it was a lot of white. <laughs> I, I'm just. Oh man. I, I'm I'm telling you, just as a as a casual viewer, it's easier to see what's going on in the field when you have an obvious contrast of uniforms. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why they have the rules, right? That's why I'm not sure what you're talking I, about. I, it was on uh, before the 30 for 30. Remember I told you there was yeah. like the last quarter of a game, you know, it recorded because either that game was running over sure, or whatever. It was college. No, it was the NBA. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. I, I, 
I don't either. That's why I couldn't tell you. I mean, I don't have any, like, I can't even identify. You show me a Lakers uniform, I know what it is. You show me a Celtics uniform, I know what it is. I'll do the old school stuff all day. Today, I, like, you give me Memphis or something, I had no idea. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought all the playoff appearances he's had is weird. He never landed on this white jersey. So is there superstition? I mean, if you're a guy and there's a lot of superstition in in athletes, right, you're like, uh, I don't want to mess with success. Well, I think he's had success and losses, so I think it's Well, he's won a Super Bowl. I know. Yeah. And he's lost one. All right. Who's the biggest seller, jersey seller? In the United Kingdom, the NFL just announced the numbers yesterday. Like the the number one jersey purchased in the UK as the NBA and other leagues have tried to sort of like get more global and be there. Any idea? NFL player? Yes. Uh, well, it, it could be Brady. It could be Mahomes, Burrow, and, and Allen, I think, are the ones currently that carry the weight across season. Am I right? Yeah, Joe Cool. Is the bro? Is the number one? Uh, I think those are the only contenders. Uh yeah. Who knows for, for the broad appeal, and they t- target that kind of marketing too sure to identify do. it. So. But so for whatever reason, Joe plays here. Joe plays there. <laughs> That's cool. The personality. Yeah. And then what happened to Michael Irvin? Kicked off the NFL cover or the NFL Network coverage oh, no. of the Super Bowl for some incident with a woman in a hotel oh, lobby. Michael. This guy had his cocaine arrest, stabbing the guy with the scissors, his teammate with the scissors in the neck. He's had all the run-ins over the years, and then he can't get it right. Come on. Um, well, uh, you say that like you're disappointed in your kid. No, it's just he seemed like he'd sorted it all out. And he was uh, doing from that. what perspective are you taking that? The fact from? that he's still on TV okay. for that long. All right. I mean, it sounds he's like you've been like counseling him. No, I, and and he's and he's I don't know. Uh, the NFL Network polled the former Dallas Hall, uh, Cowboys Hall of Fame wide receiver uh, from Super Bowl coverage this week following allegations of misconduct at a hotel Sunday night. Um, neither the claimant. A woman nor NFL media detailed the nature of the allegations. Urban, though, told the morning news he doesn't remember any issues with the encounter with the woman, only that they shook hands and spoke for less than a minute in the hotel lobby. Honestly, I'm a bit baffled with it all, Urban told the morning news. This all happened in a 45-second conversation in the lobby. When I got back after going out, I came into the lobby. I talked to somebody. I talked to this girl. I don't know her. I talked to her for about 45 seconds. We shook hands, and I left. That's all I know. I don't really recall the conversation, to tell you the truth. We were out drinking. It was just a friendly conversation. What's up? I don't even know. I'm totally perplexed. That's what he says. Now, he, here's the, the problem with Michael Irvin, is that he may be telling the exact truth, but his reputation over the years is going to make people go, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. You would think something like that in a hotel lobby, there's probably good good evidence of whether it looks like two people having a casual conversation or something different than that, you'd think. Yeah, cameras mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there wasn't any complaint filed. There wasn't any, you know, so, I mean, I, I wonder sometimes, too, though, everybody wants to be attached to the fame. You, you know, you don't, you see this, look, hotel lobbies are the most dangerous place on earth for professional athletes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're in close proximity to closed doors, and, and that's the public part. And then you no, just, I mean people just waiting. Oh, that too. Yeah, that too. I mean, there are a lot of people that would love to, you know, figure out a way to attach themselves to that fame. More importantly, that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Michael Irvin. He's my age, uh, but young stars, sure. you know, on the road, all kinds of temptations and people who have bad intent. And I'm not going to always just go, oh, it's the athlete. There's a lot of bad behavior on the other side of that. Now. You're out drinking. You come back. I have no idea what time this is. I'm assuming it's late. And you have a 45-second exchange with somebody. I I mean, just go to your room. Yeah. But it does seem like the NFL network and the NFL, no complaint filed. Nobody called the law. Nobody did anything like that. So it does seem like either you have something that you can look at that – Tells you this is not good, or you're just sort of like erring on the side of caution and throwing your talent under the bus. Yeah. Either way, I don't know. Yeah. That way, I mean, that's, I think those are the most likely scenarios that you just pointed out. And some of these 
brands like the NFL, you know, they're so queasy on what they draw a line on. You're right. And they, and they can, they can soldier on without Michael Irvin. I like having him on there, but yeah, yeah but, but, but I'm pretty sure him. we know what that quarterback did who's still in the league, you know, versus a 45 second conversation, even if it was something out of bounds or whatever. Right. I, I mean, I can't, they got to draw a line that I can see. I think it's a, there's a line somewhere, somewhere close to on one side is the $250 million football player. Well, that's not, but that's not a line. That's a squiggly line. That, that, that's a line that, that goes all over. Well, there's the, a dollar number. Okay. It, then, then just say that, that we have an expectation level depending on how much you make. That's right. I mean, and or value, you know, inherent value, but yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. You know? I mean, you got people pulling guns. You got people doing. I mean, I can't. And they're playing the next week, and then it's like this. Seems like like a, like we'll 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 take the high road when it costs us the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy. It's low hang when it's low hanging fruit. You just take it. Yeah. Just put them and look. They're just sidelining them for the weekend on the coverage side. Mm-hmm. He might still be an ambassador, or what? Who knows what he's doing? No, I mean, he's off the network. I, I mean, for the whole week. Oh, okay. So he's not, I mean, and he's a pretty big part of their lineup, yeah, right? Yeah, he's, he's a megastar when it comes to that, yeah. All right. So I, it's weird. So far, he's the only one talking about it. And he's probably baffled because he spent whole, his whole life being baffled by why people call out the bad behavior, right? <laughs> he's usually crying about it, too. Well, I, he's a, he likes, he, not he likes, he always ends up putting his emotions out there. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I thought that whole thing. Like, I can't imagine if you think about Super Bowl weekend, the week leading up, uh-huh. that, I mean, it's all just a powder keg waiting to go off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy that won NFL Man of the Year, uh, Eugene Robinson, that played for the Atlanta Falcons the night before the Super Bowl, caught with a uh, with a, a prostitute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The biggest day of his life. And I have this, like, image in my head. Uh, and and I, once again, I, what grown adults do, I don't care. But, you, like, you think about, like, this would be, like, lockdown. I mean, you, you know, like, curfew. You, you know, the next day's the Super Bowl. This is everything you've, you know, fought for your whole life, right? Some teams you, have you're taken like, that approach. It's like 9 p.m. You were in oh, your yeah. room with the lights out. There are teams that have taken that approach. They go around and they uh, check. <laughs> I, Totally, you know, people sleeping in the halls or watching the halls. I understand why. Don't you go out there, Patrick. And, and it's the thing, not Michael Irvin doesn't fit into this, but I mean, this is the thing that you, when you're down on the sidelines of an NFL game or you see them out of uniform or you watch hard knocks, mm-hmm. these are kids. Yeah. You, you don't really see the kid part while you're watching it on TV, right? right? You see the athletes out there, you know, hard hitting and fast and all that, but they're, they're young kids. Oh yeah. A lot of them mm-hmm. and, and young people, everyone, they make dumb decisions, right? A lot of money, a lot of access, a lot of hype, a lot of vibe of this, you know, and then we always, you know, host it in a big city and there's plenty to do. Mm-hmm. Just get the hotel lobby. Just beeline for that room because there's nobody waiting in that lobby that's any good for you. Yeah, there's no good coming to that. I don't know. I won't watch much. Do, who do you who do you go to for the uh, the pregame festivities on Super Bowl Sunday? I mean, because it'll start at like three a.m. Yeah, I don't know. Probably whatever network is carrying. Fox is the the network that's carrying. Yeah, so so generally them. So who's on Fox? That'd be like Terry and uh, Howie and yeah. Michael and, and yeah. Strahan, mm-hmm. yeah, Jerry Johnson. Why does he still do that? Who Jerry? No, Strahan. He loves it. He loves. He is a superstar. I don't know if you've no, noticed. I know. I meant like he's got, got Good Morning. I mean, he's got his own thing. I he's mean, like his thousand dollar pyramid. But he's got his regular big gig. You think like he maybe just loves, loves being it. around it? Yeah. He does, and he fits in real well with those guys. Uh, I they almost have too many. Sometimes. Like, like that it's, no one really gets a chance to do much because they got to get around the whole table, which is a lot. 
Yeah, but when they like, they all do their picks and they have their standings. And there's good camaraderie to them. It's it's not to the level of TNT basketball, but it's it's solid. Yeah, I you know I kind of go back in the day to the old ESPN. You, you know, like who they have uh, TJ and Ditka and Chris Berman and who else would have been up there? I forgot about Ditka. It's been a while. I don't I don't remember who else was with Tom them. Jackson. Yeah. Ditka Berman. Uh, that weren't, uh, for a while, the uh, former Vikings receiver. Randy Moss. No. Nate Burleson. No. Carter. Oh, Chris Carter. Chris yeah. Carter. He was there for a while. Yep. All right. I, I don't think I'll really get geared up because I feel like it's like nine hours of just telling you the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, I, I'm, no, I, I'm on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm pretty much just ready for like when the game's ready. The early stuff is the fa- you'll learn about the Kelsey's mom. You'll learn about I the guy doing the guy doing the grass on the field. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's enough of that that they go to. There is, but there's that's already all been told because they're all out there well, for two weeks with nothing I'm not to report. Sitting on the couch doing, it. I'm over there cooking and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I didn't. All right, know so that. what is your day? When does it start? Um. Five o'clock. Six, what what time is your Super Bowl? Uh, what time is the Super Bowl on? About six. Yeah, so like it, that. it's a twelve-hour pre for me. I, really? Yeah, I set up the spread. I'm How much food on, are you cooking? I, I make a lot of diff, a lot of things, but I'm I'm really working on the on not making as much of each this time. All right. How many people will be eating this? Probably like probably like eight. Oh, six that's bigger something. than I would have thought. Like maybe like all six. family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't do a party. I just like to make the food and have little things. So what's on the menu this year? Um, I it hasn't been finalized. Really? It hasn't been That's finalized. Unlike you, well, it's I'm, Thursday. I know. I got to do my bingo tonight. I've got to get that all ready, and yeah, I love it. Well, what are you thinking about food? You you haven't shopped oh, or anything? Yeah, I think we've got some appetizers we're gonna do. We're gonna do some wings. I'm gonna brine some wings. Uh, I might do either a prime rib or brisket. If I can find a cut small enough, mm-hmm. which is problematic in the cooking too, but and and then probably either a hot dog or hamburger bar, some nachos. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. No, it is fun. I just that's a that's a lot of uh, twelve hours. That's a long time. Oh, I like doing it. Though. All right, well, have fun with that. Uh, if anybody's got a lead on some pre-made Southwest egg rolls around here, please let me know. Pre-made Southwest. Yeah, I don't want to make egg them. rolls. Yeah. Okay. I mean, don't they have those at the grocery store? You would think. I can't find any. So email Brian. (laughs) (laughs) What what am I? It's like I'm Alfred over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are fun. They just take too long to make, and I can't. Yeah, Brian's the sous chef today. Yeah, Ah, thanks. Uh, No, I, I, man, I could swear that I could see sort of the box. I, you know, and I just it's not like P.F. Chang, but something kind of like that Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I just haven't landed on them. Southwest egg rolls. Love them. Yeah. All right, give Nick a hand. Are you gonna, are you guys making anything? Uh, I said, I told her I wanted a charcuterie board. Oh, nice. Stuff. So we're gonna go. Like cold meats? Like the sausages and yeah. cheeses and grapes and um, that kind of thing. Get your bell out, uh, real quick. Uh, don't be afraid what to else? go. Moves the bell. Yeah, don't be afraid to go look at the, the surprisingly wide selection that Aldi has on that front. Legitimately. Lindsay goes to Aldi all the time. Yeah, on that very specific thing, they have a lot of choices. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. That'll that'll get you one grocery cart. Yeah, and for, for and twenty five cents. <laughs> right. And for some of those who don't know what store I'm talking about, I'm talking about Aldi's. There are a lot of, most people call it Aldi's. Uh, yeah. Next to Kroger's and Kroger's. Kmart's. Uh yeah, we've got an Aldi just down yeah. the road from us. Yeah. Uh so when Lindsay shops, she she does like two different, mm-hmm. you know, locations. Oh yeah, it's a those two locations. I like theirs. to me their stores like just clean, mm-hmm. you know, like clean lines and uh, different selection too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's good stuff. Yeah, I, I want that kind of just be able to snack all night. Yeah, that's like nice. not sit down and have a meal and feel full, you know, just yeah. kind of like. Would you put a couple buns at like Hawaiian rolls or something Maybe. on the side? To... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I told her it was up to her, you know, whatever nice. she wanted to do on the menu. It'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do the uh, break. Uh, when we get back here, man, I, I got a, a, here just some of the list. Okay. American cars are outgrowing our parking spaces in huh. size. Okay. Hmm? That's crazy. Uh, they've determined the most stressful minute of the day to the minute. Huh. Okay. And it's coming up in about 20, 
four minutes. Huh, okay. 7.23 a.m., and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, half of the United States population, according to Gallup, say they are worse off now than they've ever been. Well, half. Half of what? The U.S. population. Population, okay. This chip shortage oh. is yeah. now delaying your credit and debit cards by about two months. So it is now filtered all the way down. So hold on to those. Do mm-hmm. not lose your debit card. Yeah, I got one the chip went bad in. Did, well, it may be a while to get it replaced. Yep. Uh, and then a woman stole, speaking of the food front, from the Chicago Public School District, 1.5 million chicken wings. <laughs> this is a great headline because you go, wow. What, what? I, from, a, from the Chicago School District? Yes. Siphoning them off? 1.5 <laughs> million chicken wings. Now, I think it's probably hard to steal 1.5 million of anything. I had all access to chicken wings for years. I never, I would never. But could you have gotten away with 1.5 million of them going away with you when you left work? Not a chance. Even over time. Tried, man. Didn't come anywhere near a million. Hmm. (laughs) That's a lot of chicken. That's a lot of chicken. chicken. And then Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no. uh, Just every time you just say his name. Right. It's like even he he won the Pebble Beach. Oh, he did the amateur. Mm-hmm. But the the guy the, the pro mm-hmm. that finished second said that he had a crap uh, that his <laughs> his handicap. Uh, I mean, he he was getting ten strokes a day, but at the Milwaukee Country Club, he's a, a net three, so he should have been getting three strokes a day. And and I'm assuming he that window he. All I'm saying is the pro who finished second with his amateur said that was a crap handicap. Oh, man. So even when he wins, but now he's going on another journey. And I was really curious about it. I didn't know what a darkness retreat was. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you. Okay. So that you can figure out what in the world Aaron Rodgers is thinking. I think sometimes people just want to be goofy just to be goofy. Sometimes. All right. Here's Nick with your three-day forecast. Back with more right after this. Today, we've got showers and thunderstorms this morning. Temperatures down around 35 by noon and winds that could gust as high as 48 miles per hour. Tonight is mostly cloudy and blustery with a low around 31. For Friday, mostly cloudy to start, then becoming sunny as the day goes on, high of 38. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 52 degrees. Your WSOY time is 655. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory-trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Hi, this is Colleen Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen, 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen, 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you or find you a house to make your new home. One night only, save the date for the Queen of Bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, Saturday, March 11th at 7.30 p.m. 
The reigning queen of bluegrass and member of the Grand Old Opry returns to Kirkland with world-class musicians and an unmistakable award-winning voice. Enjoy a breathtaking, one-of-a-kind, must-see performance that reaches beyond the boundaries of bluegrass music. Learn more at rondavinson.com. Get your tickets now at kirklandfinearts.com or call 217-424-6318. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. It's a great light out there right now. Yeah, it looks awesome. Back here on a uh, Thursday, good morning. Uh, Paul Osborne will be uh, with us uh, after the top of the hour break. we got a lot to get to, including his uh, City Beat uh, column and the uh, compare and contrast of the State of the Union address. Uh, business in the state of Illinois, what do you believe? Ameren looking for rate increases, what do you believe? My power bill has tripled in a fairly mild winter. I mean, it's not like we've had, you know, 60 degrees below zero for three months. Now they want an even bigger rate increase. Who do you believe? The people that are in the power industry, the people that are against the power industry, or at least advocates for, you know, I mean, everybody's got all this stuff they throw at you, and they go, no, this is it. And they go, no, no, this is it. No, Illinois is great for business. No, Illinois is bad for business. How do you believe anybody anymore? It's impossible. How do you know? Well, I mean, you got to do your homework. we got the upcoming municipal election. We'll talk about that because early voting is about to begin. Mail-in voting, there's some deadlines. And then Calkins versus DeVore. I would pay-per-view this. We'll be back after the news. Stay tuned. We're everywhere you are. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The governor has issued another disaster declaration, the 40th emergency order since March 2020 when the pandemic began. The governor said last month he would stop making the declarations in early May, which is in line with the president's plans to end the national health emergencies. The Decatur Area Arts Council is hosting a fundraiser with its trivia night on Saturday, February 25th at the Schilling Center on Richland's campus. Teams of up to eight are invited to compete in a fun-filled evening of ten rounds of questions and answers. Richland's Culinary Institute will provide a cash bar and snacks to purchase. The cost to play is $10 per person or $80 for a team of eight. Individuals and or teams can sign up at DecaturArts.org. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.